Totally forgot to take off my uh, my screen cover there, guys. Welcome, welcome. For those watching the replay, we are talking about cancer season today. We're going to see YouTube is still new. Doing YouTube lives is still brand new to me. So we'll see if even we get, you know, the live vibration here. But I'm not too concerned considering I would just be filming this either way. So I may as well film it live and let's see if anyone, you know, hops into the atmosphere. We're talking about cancer season today. And the theme that's coming through is relationships are key. So we're going to dive into what to expect out of cancer season in general. And then we're going to dive into the actual transits that are happening this cancer season that I'd love for you guys to just be aware of and to pay attention to. So, okay, let's make sure everything is working here. I've got all of my uh, notes I want to talk about and we're going to dive in. So cancer season, we are diving into cancer season on the 21st, which is tomorrow as I'm recording. This is June 20th. As I'm live, if you're watching the replay, it's June 20th. And cancer season begins tomorrow. The summer solstice is tomorrow, uh, June 21st, 2023. And we, I love when they they sync up and, and they don't always sync up. It's not every year that they, they're perfectly aligned. But um, when we dive into these moments, of the summer solstice and cancer season together, it is such a big invitation, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, I'm talking here from the Northern Hemisphere, to come into what we view as summer, right? Now, when we flip the script and we view it from the Southern Hemisphere, things are a little different, but either way, there is an energetic call to dive into family to slow down a little bit. If you just like think back to memories of summer, again, here in the Northern Hemisphere, summer is always a time where, you know, you finish up school right around this time in June. You, you know, as a kid, you'd be with your family for the summer. You'd likely be going on family vacations. There'd be some sort of plan to be, at home. Okay. That's sort of the energetic explanation I'm going to give to you metaphorically to understand cancer season is you go home in cancer season. And during cancer season, it is this time to slow. It is a time to technically go inward, although that inwardness is more like going home, right? Um, cancer energy, is so interrelated to our root system. So in your astrological chart, you have your fourth house. And within your fourth house, in depending on the, the house system you're reading in, there will usually be what is called your imam koeli or your IC. And your IC is what is called your taproot. And this taproot is the root system of your ancestry, of your past lives of your karmic implications. Someone's doing laundry, guys. Give me one second. I got to close the window because I can smell someone's laundry detergent and I just, I just can't. So give me one second.
All right, live moments, right? Um, if you guys are anything like me and can't stand scents, I cannot stand smelling people's laundry detergent. It drives me crazy. So anyway, getting back to cancer season and the astrological connection between ancestry and home. This taproot, okay, this energetic taproot is where we find our connection to our our root system. So I want you to imagine for a second that if you were to be incarnating as your birth chart, you had, you know, a top, a bottom and sides. Okay. So the sun rises and sets where, where it does. And uh, right at the bottom, there would be this energetic root system that was you. Okay. And it would be coming up from the energy of cancer. And this energy of cancer is where you sort of root into comfort, root into protection, root into uh, nourishment and your subconscious realm. So the cancer energy is interesting because it isn't, it isn't external like Leo energy, even though it is at the bottom of the chart, it's an external energy. The cancer energy is an inward energy. And so we come to the season of cancer and we go home we go inward, we go into ourselves or into our homes, into our nest to sort of recoup, right? Recoup from maybe six months of energetic connection from the last, uh, it would have been the Cancer full moon back in January and January, even December. I'm just trying to think uh, Capricorn season. So whenever that full moon of cancer, we have like a six months energy that we kind of have to come into the space now and go inward to recoup our energy, to um, recall our energy, rest, relax, restore. That's kind of what I want to plug in here today, right, is like this restoration that happens in cancer season. And if we just think about the importance of vacation, right, like here in North America, their connection to vacation or time off of work is absolutely atrocious. And I think that will be changing in the near future. But it is the importance of the slowing down, the importance of the rest that we find cancer's magic. You must go home. You must rest. You must sleep. You must come into connection with your family, right? Whatever family means, it doesn't always mean blood family, but your family, there is a restoration in connection with relationships. So cancer season is all about this coming home, as we mentioned. All right. And I want to talk about, you know, how we can use this season to connect in. Now with the summer solstice, the summer solstice is one of my favorite seasons absolutely ever. Uh, The summer solstice day is this day that is very memorable for me. It's a very uh, big memory for me. When I first started dating my husband eight years ago, we actually danced naked under the full moon, not the full moon, the, the moon of the summer solstice. And it was like this big energetic thing when I was just beginning to tap into my understanding of living in the cycles, living in the cycles of nature. And I had just, you know, bought probably one of my first moon books that year or the years previous is around 2013, 2014, when I started buying all these books on, 
you know, astrology, witchcraft, Reiki, all these things. And the summer solstice really called to me as this time to celebrate. And so now it is this memory of the summer solstice being very, a very important time to connect and celebrate nature, right? Because the summer solstice is the time of celebration of the sun. It's the celebration of the longest day. It's the celebration of fire season of, even though we are moving into water season with cancer, but the energy of the sun, of the illumination of the world. Now, the summer solstice itself is this time where we get to connect into celebrating our gratitude for the life and vitality that the sun provides to us. And with cancer being the sun actually being in the sign of cancer, we're actually coming into a state of flow and changeability and intuition as the sun and the moon sort of play together. So if we think about this for a second, the new moon, okay, so the new moon that happens every single month is when the sun and the moon come together in conjunction, right? So they meet every month to create the new moon. It's this chalice of possibilities. And so in cancer season, we have the sun moving through the sign of the moon, And on the summer solstice, we have the energy of the celebration of the sun. So this is us coming into a connection with our vitality and life force and sacred flow, our intuition, our roots. How do we nourish ourselves with the vitality of the sun? How do we appreciate the energetics of the sun and sort of pull them down and in to fuel ourselves again, to revitalize our energies again, as we do the sacred cancer, cancerian restoration. I hope that's making sense that we have to slow down and go inward in the season while celebrating the vitality and energy we are being given by doing the sacred restoration, by going home. And by going home, I don't mean going physically home, although a lot of us will go physically home, it is going home, okay, going into your vessel and going home to restore your life force, to restore your energy, okay, all the areas where you have uh, released your energy, leaking your energy, leaky energy is like a really big topic that's been on my mind lately, I'm going to be talking a lot about it, but This is the time, you know, you get to tap into where your energy has been leaking and start to re-nourish yourself. And one thing I love about cancer season that we can use is the energy of reparenting ourselves. So you're going to find in your chart, there is a little slice of your pie, your pie chart um, that is ruled by cancer. Okay. So one of the houses in your chart is ruled by cancer. If you don't already know anything about the houses or what the houses mean, I want you to go and download my free guides to the karmic energies of the houses. I will put it in the replay in the show notes. You're going to go download it and locate what house is being, is ruled by cancer in your chart. And that is the house being illuminated by the sun. That is the house that you are being invited to come into a restoration and re-infuse your life force by reparenting yourself, re-nurturing yourself. So this is the area that you're going to look at and say, okay, what do I need? What do I need to feel safe? 
What do I need to feel secure? What do I need to feel comfortable and loved and nourished and supported? And that house is going to show you like where you do that work, okay? Where the sun is beaming a light into your life right now and energetically asking you to reset. Now the summer solstice, which is tomorrow, June 21st, 2023, is this time where you can do some sacred rituals to celebrate all of this energy. Now know that you can do this all through cancer season. You could do this all through the summer. You could do this any day of the year. Like it doesn't matter. But the summer solstice is a beautiful time to just come into reverence of the seasons and cyclical changes. Okay. Because when we understand the cardinal signs, so the cardinal signs are cancer, Capricorn, Libra, and Aries. When we understand the cardinal signs, we understand the seasons. When we understand the seasons, we understand how we move in seasons. We all have a summer, a winter, a spring, and a fall. Now, if you're a woman, you have that energetically in your body happening every month. We all man, female, experience the moon's cyclical flow. We all experience the year's cyclical flow. And then within that, we all have our own personal summer, winter, fall, uh, spring, based on what you're working through, not just in one area of your life, but in all areas of your life. So you could be going through a energetic summer in a relationship where things are good, you're celebrating, it's very exciting. And you could be going through an energetic winter in your business where, um, or in your work or your career, whatever it is, where like, you're like, things are ending, things are decaying, things are stagnant, um, or you're just kind of hibernating, right? And so knowing that when you start celebrating or witnessing and just knowing about the summer solstice, you start living in the cycles of life of nature and reminding yourself that you are a being of nature. I feel like we're so disconnected from the fact that we are nature. We are essentially animals, technologically advanced animals that have to live in the cycles of nature, right? But we we have created this convenience, this world of convenience. So we've forgotten that we are energetic cyclical beings. So within this, you are being invited right now to tap in and celebrate the summer solstice and to celebrate cancer season as a reminder that we are, you know, at a second portion of the year, the second quarter of the year, Aries season being the spring equinox. Hello, rebirth. It's brand new. Happy new year to the summer solstice. Okay. Now you've you started a new cycle during the last couple months. You're feeling excited. You're feeling good. Now you're at like this pinnacle of like, okay, what did you learn? Do you need to recoup? Where did you lose your energies? Where did you disconnect your energies? Come back to yourself. Then we're going to go into the next season and the next season, right? So cancer season is always an initiatory season. All of the cardinal energies are. And this initiation is around that house that's being activated for you, whatever that house is for you in your chart. So use this season to restore your vital life force, to rest, to restore, and do what you are being called to do. If that isn't to rest, like, I mean, scrap it, right? 
if it isn't to go inward, scrap it, but it might be a time where you are called to slow down, to dive into a little bit of nostalgia, to go connect with family, to be a little bit more um, interconnected with your community. There is a call, a call home, home into the heart. Okay, home into the heart. Uh, in medical astrology, cancer does rule the breasts and the heart area. Leo rules the actual heart and then cancer is sort of like the containment of the heart. In the chakra system, as I have studied it, it is the third eye with Leo. So we have the Ida and the Pingala and they connect up in the third eye. And it is that energy of intuition of connecting into our inner guidance. So we are going home through our inner guidance. Okay, so I did have a question about cancer season and it was talking about like fixed signs and how um, fixed signs can expect cancer season to go. It's too broad of a question for me to answer without doing a chart reading personally because the impacts and implications of this are just too, it's just too broad. Um, it's too broad of a question. So what I'll say to that is, Instead of worrying about like your, your fixed signs here, what I would do is go into your chart and see what house is ruled by cancer. Now, if you have placements in cancer, Capricorn, Libra, or in um, Aries, you know the sun is going to be impacting you in either a conjunction, a square, an opposition. Now, don't worry about it if you don't know what those terms mean. But basically, I would say only focusing on those cardinal energies right now, if you have placements in there, tells you where you are going to be um, getting an activation. And I'm thinking I'm going to have to create something for you guys, some sort of gift for you guys to be able to decipher how uh, each sign gets activated when I'm talking about these transits. So like, let me know if that interests you, if that's something you want me to create. Uh, because yeah, unless I'm looking at a fixed sign, like um, when Venus retrogrades in Leo this summer, I, I'm going to tell you that the fixed signs are going to be directly impacted by that shift. But if you, you know you have heavy fixed signs in your chart, the, the cardinal signs are not necessarily something I'm going to look at unless we do a chart reading, just because it's just too complicated. I'm starting to look into different aspects at that point. It's just too complicated. So what I would do is actually look at where cancer is in your chart and how that is illuminating you right now. And beyond that into those, those uh, same modality signs that is really going to activate your life. If that did it make sense to you? I mean, come and study astrology with me and it will. It's just such a, it's such a big question, but knowing, you know, how the each season is going to impact your personal life is as simple as you going into your chart and seeing where the sun is moving through your houses. So cancer season, say you have um, a cancer, a cancer is sitting in your sixth house. It's ruling your sixth house. You're going to go into that sixth house and figure out, okay, what does the sixth house mean? Go into my freebie that will help you and figure out, okay, the sun is illuminating that, that area of your life. And then as it moves into Leo, you would know that, okay, Leo is going to be ruled by my seventh house because cancer is in my sixth house. So the Leo sun is going to illuminate my seventh house. And whenever the sun is moving through a house for you, I want you to think about it like, 
the sun is illuminating or dropping a spotlight on that house for you to show you stuff inside of it, okay? Flashlight coming in, shining through that area of your life and saying, look here, there's something to see here every year. Every year you can think of it as like, um, like even think about it as uh, energizing the battery of that part of your life. So the battery gets worn out over the last year, the last cancer to this season, this cancer season, sorry, last cancer season to this cancer season. And then you can look at it and be like, okay, where do I need to revitalize this time in my life? So karmically, when I'm talking about cancer, I refer to it as the mother wound, the nourishment wound. Uh, it can be the family wound. It can be the intuition wound. This is an area where we want to look at where we have been disconnected from our own inner mothering. Okay. Now that might go deeper into like you all of a sudden going into a deep dive around your own mother wounding. But it might be as simple as connecting into a great question for this, okay? A great question for healing cancer energy is looking into your childhood and then looking into how you were parented, good or bad, but what you needed that you didn't get. So I'll give you guys an example. And that example for me is like, I... Uh, my mom, God love her soul, bless her. She's an angel. Um, but we went through some really tough times and she was not the cooking type. She still isn't. She didn't nourish me through food. Okay. And so we, we were also broke as hell, poor as shit. We didn't have a lot of food in the house. I was just part of this. And when I grew up, I didn't know how to feed myself. Okay. Now this example goes with my cancer. It's in uh, or my Chiron, sorry, my Chiron, my wounded healer is in cancer. So reparenting myself in this life is part of my work. So when I grew up, I didn't know how to cook for myself. I didn't know how to feed myself. When I met my husband, he was like, what the fuck? There's like nothing in the fridge except like some pasta sauce and some milk and you have cereal and pasta. Like that's it. And some deli meat. Like I didn't know how to feed myself. I worked at bars, I worked at pubs, so I would just eat there and I would eat some cereal and like an apple. Like I did not know how to nourish myself, right? So a great question to ask during cancer season is what did you need as a child that you did not get? And this is not a rip on your parents. Even if you had the best parents in the world, there is something that you wanted that didn't happen. That's just nature, right? Because even if you have an amazing parents, they don't hit all your emotional needs. It just isn't possible. And so when you can ask this question and see the answer really clearly, it's like, okay, where did I, where did I need nourishment? Where did I need to be supported and parented that I did not receive that nourishment. And then you take an action of bringing that nourishment into your life. So for me, it's actually cooking. I hate cooking. I don't hate it anymore. I don't love cooking. I'd rather not. Thank God I married someone that loves to feed me, but I'd rather not cook. But cooking heals me. Okay, when I end up cooking a really good meal, it's very exciting for me because I'm like, oh my God, I did this all by myself. Like, wow, look at me go. 
it is me reparenting myself. And then I have the food and I'm nourished and I'm like, wow, like I feel full of love right now because I have nourished myself. That is how we can begin to reparent ourselves. So using sort of journal prompts like that to do shadow work right now can be super potent this cancer season. Ask yourself, where do you need to be reparented? Where did you not get the nourishment you're seeking? Where in your life right now are you seeking to be nourished, mothered, loved, supported that you are not getting it? And then you have to start doing it for yourself, okay? Not outsourcing that energy. When we outsource our needs, and I'm not saying you don't get to get this from the people you love. That's when we create these boundaries. But when you outsource your needs, you outsource or you stop giving yourself what you need by outsourcing it to someone else. And then suddenly you're a victim. Okay. And we don't do victim mentality here. At least not my people, my souls. If you're following me, if you're listening to this, we do not do victim mentality, right? We do empowerment work. We do shadow work. We dive into the depth so that we can liberate ourselves. Okay, so that's what we're doing this cancer season. Now, I want to tell you guys a few of the transits before I hop off that are really important to note as we move through cancer season. So towards the end of the season um, into July, we will be having the nodes of fate shift into Aries and Libra. Now, when that shift happens, it is all about relationships and self. Now, on top of that, we're going to have Venus retrograde around um, July 22nd, I believe is the day it's going to retrograde in Leo. Venus only retrogrades every two years. It's a very important retrograde. And then on top of that, we have Ceres actually moving into Libra tomorrow. This summer is all about relationships. This summer is all about relationships. So when we're in cancer season, we're working on our family. We're working on our nourishment. We're working on, um, parenting, all that stuff and relationships will come into that focus, right? What do we do when we're in family and home? We, we're in relationship. Ceres is going to make you want to focus on self-care in your partnerships, self-healing in your partnerships, nurturing and nourishing balance in your life, creating more harmony in your life, okay? That's going to be starting tomorrow. It's going to be all about the people in your life. And I don't just mean your spouses. I don't just mean your partners and your lovers and all those things. I mean them plus family, plus friends, plus business contracts, plus the people you don't like, okay? It's going to be all about relationships, the self-care and relationships, where you have been disconnected from your nurturing. Ceres is the great mother. The great mother is cancer. They're so interconnected. And so this is caring for yourself enough to set healthy boundaries, um, caring for another another enough to not be selfish, okay, self selfish in a healthy way versus an unhealthy way, and finding that fine line in the beginning or in the middle there, um, not the beginning, the middle. Uh, the series energy is going to be all about this nurturance of supporting yourself through your relationships, supporting others. It's going to be a high focus. It's going to start the season. And then when we move into the nodes shifting, it is going to be about you figuring out you while you heal and purge old relationships. While the South Node is moving through 
through Libra. And I do have a whole masterclass on this on how exactly it's going to be moving through your chart, the energetic implications of your nodal energy shift for the next two years. So if you want to go download that, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. But that energy portal, the south node in Libra is purging old relationships, the relationships that aren't working anymore, the people in your life that are unaligned, your bad habits in your relationships, it's all going to come to the surface. Okay. And as well, it's going to be all about you figuring out who you are. What's your next journey? What are you committed to? Um, what path are you going to walk? Do you know yourself? Okay, that that's going to be the frequency of this summer. And then add to that, Venus retrograde in Leo. Venus retrograde is you going into a rediscovery and realignment of your partnerships, your values, your money, your worth, your receptivity through your inner confidence, through learning to shine again, through healing your ego, your heart, and restoring your inner vitality, the sun energy. This whole season is so interwoven into the cancer energy, the Venus retrograde energy, the nodal axis of you restoring your vitality and self through connecting and coming back to your relationships and how they are a mirror. Okay. So what I'll leave you off with today. And like I said, there's a whole masterclass on the nodal shift. I'm going to do something for the Venus retrograde for you guys. But knowing that this whole summer is about you seeing the mirror of yourself within another. And what they show you is what you must heal. Okay, so you're going to see a bunch of stuff about Venus retrograde is it's going to be divorces, it's going to be breakups, it's going to be this, the, the nodes in Aries and Libra, it's going to be divorces, it's going to be breakups, it's going to be this. It's entirely possible. I, I'm not psychic. But what it's about is about your free will and your choice to heal outdated signatures, outdated versions of yourself in partnership. And if you're willing to do that, then this, this summer, this season can be truly magical. Okay. That's what we do here in my work, in my membership, in everything we do is to liberate and empower through astrology instead of fear mongering or, you know, um, even spiritual bypassing. We don't do that here we dive into the shadows, we see the shit, we change what we need to do, we liberate ourselves, and then we create peace in our lives. That's what we do here. Okay, so I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say your questions, your thoughts. If you are watching this on YouTube, drop your thoughts in the comments, your questions, all that good stuff. If you are listening to this on the podcast, because I will replay this on the podcast for you guys, you know, shoot me a message. I can't wait to see what you have to say. And do not forget that we have one more week of progress chart readings being $100 off. And I am doing a giveaway right now. If you guys don't already know, I'm giving away a 60 minute chart reading right now. And all you have to do is go and drop a five star review and show me through email that you've done that 
to win that chart reading. Okay. So you're going to go give me a little review on the podcast, and then you're going to shoot me an email with a screenshot of you doing the review and send it my way. And that's literally all you need to do to enter the giveaway that I am going to be pulling at the end of June. So you have like a week and a bit, I don't know, a week and a half to enter that giveaway and win a chart reading with me. So why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> all right. I can't wait to hear your thoughts, your questions. For those of you that joined me live, thank you so much. I'm sending you so, so much love. And I hope you guys have the most beautiful cancer season imaginable. Have the best day.